The 14th century English mystic Julian of Norwich has been talked about by people in many different ways, but first and foremost, she's the author of an extraordinary text, The Revelations, which is the earliest known text authored by a woman in English. Personally, she has been a friend and companion in my Christian life for over 30 years. I'm the Reverend David Simmons, Episcopal priest and oblate in the Order of Julian of Norwich. Thank you for joining me as we read and pray through the works of this extraordinary woman of faith and explore what she has to teach us about God's love. Welcome to Love Was His Meaning, Reading and Praying with Julian of Norwich. We'll start with our little office. The link can be found in the description. Alleluia! Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia! Let us say Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. He shall say to the Lord, You are my refuge and my stronghold, my God in whom I put my trust. He shall deliver you from the snare of the hunter, and from the deadly pestilence. He shall cover you with his pinions, and you shall find refuge under his wings. His faithfulness shall be a shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of any terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, of the plague that stalks in the darkness, nor of the sickness that lays waste at midday. A thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Your eyes have only to behold, to see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, and the Most High your habitation, there shall no evil happen to you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder. You shall trample the young lion and the serpent under your feet. Because he is bound to me in love, therefore will I deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I am with him in trouble. I will rescue him and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let's pray together a prayer of Julian. God of your goodness, give me yourself, for you are enough to me, and I can ask nothing that is less that can be full honor to you. And if I ask anything that is less, I shall always be in want, for only in you have I all. Amen. All right, so now we are in chapter 37. We are moving right along here. And uh, what we're talking about uh, is, is we're, we're still kind of in this large theme of sin. What is sin and, and how does God deal with it and where does it come from? All that kind of stuff that Julian is dealing with. And this one gets a little personal for Julian. God reminded me that I would sin. And because of the delight that I had in gazing upon him, I did not pay heed quickly to that showing. And our Lord most mercifully waited and gave me grace to listen. And this showing I, perceive, I receive particularly to myself, but by all the gracious comfort that follows, as you shall see, I was taught to accept it on behalf of all my fellow Christians, all in general and nothing in particular. 
though our Lord showed me that I would sin, by me alone is meant all. And in this I perceived a gentle anxiety, and to this our Lord answered, I keep thee full safely. This word was said with more love and steadiness and spiritual protection than I know how or am able to tell. As it was shown that I would sin, in just the same way was the comfort shown, safety and protection for all fellow Christians. What can make me love my fellow Christians more than to see in God that he loves all that shall be saved as if they were all one soul? For in every soul that shall be saved is a divine will that never consented to sin, nor ever shall, just as there is a savage will in the lower part of man, which can do no good, so too there is a divine will in the higher part of man, which will is so good that it can never will evil, but always good. And because of that, we are what he loves, and endlessly we do what delights him. And this our Lord showed in the completeness of love, in which we stand in his sight, yea, that he loves us now, as well as while we are here, as he shall when we are there before his blessed face. So because of the falling away from love on our part, from that is all our difficulty. So, uh, the, there's been all this discussion of sin back and forth, of, of um, uh, the, the deed at the end of the time, taking care of all of the sin and making all things well. And then God reminds her, that she's going to sin now, uh, you know this is this is before she's enclosed as a as as an anchoress. Obviously, this is during the time that she's uh, having the visions. But I don't think that changes anything when she's enclosed in the anchorage. The point is, like all people sin, all humanity sins. All you know, it's it's not an avoidable thing. We can avoid particular individual sins, um, but we can't avoid kind of the 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 um whole uh, syndrome of sin it's it's sin is kind of like a syndrome rather than a sickness it's not something ac- acute it's something that happens all the time um i'm and i'm going to jump down to the bottom of the reading today with this description of sin so because of the falling away from love on our part from that is all our difficulty so f- that's a really good really beautiful metaphor for what sin is, it's it's a falling away. It's 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 like uh, gravity pulling us downward, away from God. It's it's part of our our human nature, uh, as she'll talk about in the these two kind of natures. She's talking about these two wills that are within us, but it's kind of a natural process that's pulling us away um, from God, and it happens to all of us, every single human being. And God reminds her, in particular, that she will sin. And because of the delight she had gazing upon him, she didn't pay heed quickly to that showing. She's so, so caught up in the the beauty and the the awe and the reverence that she's having in the showing that like she ignores this for a while. Uh, but Lord, the Lord waited most per, uh, most mercifully waited and gave me grace to listen. So basically, God just sits there until she comes down out of her reverie, and then reminds her once again that what I'm saying is you're going to sin. And in that, this, I perceived a gentle anxiety, she says. In other words, she started, well, she started to minorly freak out here because she's been seeing all this stuff about sin. All of a sudden she's remembering, oh yeah, that's my problem too. Um, She perceives a gentle anxiety and the Lord answers, I keep thee full safely. So this is a a kind of a, a, a give and take that's going here. 
of course, sin is something that is is bad because we're talking about separation from God once again. Uh, it's it's not a good thing. It's part it is part of our human nature. We'll spend a lot of time in Julian talking about what the nature of it is and 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 how it relates uh, to God's uh, plans and stuff like that. But what we have to remember is I this these words. I keep thee full safely, and she's she's saying this applies to all of us. This isn't just something given to me. This is applies to all of us safety and protection for all fellow christians so as we're taken into the covenant uh, through baptism we are brought into this safety and protection which means that no matter how far we go there's always a way back um there is not a sin that can uh, there you know there I don't, I don't know, maybe there's technically a, 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 something we could do that would completely separate us from God and make it impossible for us to get back. Possibly, but that's not the experience of, the, that's not what the church teaches. That's not what the, um, certainly not what Julia, Julia is saying. She's saying, saying we're kept full safely. So there is a part of us, and this is part of what she's getting into here, is she's saying there, and, and this is not an unusual thing um, in um, medieval um, mysticism. So there are two wills uh, inside of us, a divine will um, and a savage will is the way she's saying, that there is a savage will that um, in the lower part of man that can do no good and a divine will in the higher part of man that can never consent to sin and never will. And it's kind of like that um, story that usually comes from Native American spirituality with the two wolves and which one are you going to feed? It, it's that kind of an idea uh, that both are in inside of us and I don't think Julian puts them that they're at war all that much. But um, there's a part of us that no matter how much sin we commit or are involved in, um, that it, it remains part of God. It remains God's. Um, and therefore, um, never consents to sin. And because of that, we're kept full safely. And we're told not to be anxious about the fact that we sin. We can be uh, careful about those things that we do. We can try to, to, to th solve the things that are within our power. But this general anxiety about just having sin in our lives is something that really doesn't help us out at all. Because it's a general state of us as humans. Uh, it's part of what will always be part of us uh, until the, the great act is, deed is done at the end of time and brings us all into God's love as fully as we can be. Let us join together in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I bid your prayers this morning, especially for the people in Texas, for uh, the children lost, for the parents, the family, and the teachers. Pray for Eastern Europe, particularly pray for the people of Ukraine. Pray for all of those on our parish prayer list. 
I bid your prayers and intercessions at this time. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Most holy Lord, the ground of our beseeching, who through your servant St. Julian revealed the wonder of your love, grant that as we are created in your nature and restored by your grace, our wills may be so made one with yours that we may come to see you face to face and gaze on you forever through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me for Love Was His Meaning. We'll go to chapter 38 the next time we meet. So until then, uh, take care of yourselves and God bless. Thank you for joining me for Love Was His Meaning today. This podcast is generally available twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The text of Julian's Revelations used in this podcast is The Complete Julian by Father John Julian Swanson OJN and is used by permission of the Order of Julian of Norwich. The theme music is Julian of Norwich by Bombadil and is used under license.